0: football today from CBS Sports. Here we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! It's time to dominate your fantasy league.
1: Let's go! Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Welcome to the Wednesday show, everybody. Adam, Jamie, and Heath. we got a special guest coming on later today. You know what I love? Whoa, 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 whoa. We have a guest. Yeah, he's special. I'm not sure if he is. (laughs) I will let the listeners decide. Will Brinson's coming on, CBS NFL writer, host of the Pick 6 podcast. Uh, you know what I love, guys? I do. I truly love it. Little Saturday football. Love when we get Saturday football. NFL. That's because you don't have to work. What do you mean I don't have to work? I'm doing the radio show. Eh. Nah. Uh, well, still, I love it. It's fun. Why not have more football? Houston at the Jets. Cleveland at Denver. On Saturday. All right. So what's on today's show? A preview of a very exciting Thursday night game. Chargers at Kansas City. Will Brinson will come on. Will. Oh, this is so funny. Get ready to make fun of Will because I told him. Um, I, I told him to pick apart your rankings a little bit. And it's just like, he's like, you're too low on David Johnson. I'm like, well, he's a top 12 running back. Where do you want them to put him? So anyway, uh, you guys can make fun of Will for that. And we're going to preview the tight end position for 2019. Good players with bad matchups this week. A lot of questions about Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. I think Matt Ryan has a tough matchup this week. Nick Chubb is a tough matchup. So we'll talk about that. Let's start with the Tweet of the Day. Oh, with regulators. At the end of the show, regulators. Tweet of the Day from Heath Cummings. Philip Rivers' last four games at Arrowhead. And I'll just sum it up. Uh Two touchdowns, six interceptions, Heath. And only one game with more than nine fantasy points and six point per passing touchdown leagues. That was 15 fantasy points two years ago. And
2: he has been bad at Arrowhead for four years in a row. Really bad. Like terrible. And
1: yeah, we'll get into it. But is that why you guys have him around 10th or so?
2: Uh it does not have any impact on my rankings. Uh, I thought it was a good stat. Really? You just don't care. I'm not saying I don't care.
1: But it has no impact.
2: It's I I mean, it's it's a good talking point. (laughs) It's a reason to possibly have some concern.
1: Jamie, uh, uh, does this matter to you, this Arrowhead history?
0: A little bit, a little bit. But I mean, for the most part, the Chiefs defense has been better over those last four years than it is right now.
1: Uh, Yeah, I would hope so. It's pretty bad right now. Okay, so Rivers, a lot of Rivers questions. We'll get to those. We have emails at fantasyfootball at com. We have tweets as well. How was your waiver wiring last night? Fun.
2: Easy, Mostly right? Mostly uneventful. Yeah,
1: pretty easy. Nobody seems to want Marcus Murphy. I picked him up in like three or four leagues.
2: I think it was he, like, did you have to really scroll down the projections yes. for him? Very, yeah. very low projections. That That's, um, that's the key. Yeah.
1: Mm, not
2: now. Well, I don't really want to start him. I was kind there, of playing there's four, defense. There's four... Teams, I think people didn't the search most for him. Point. Adam got him everywhere.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, again, it, it goes back to the conversation we had yesterday. How many people need to start Marcus Murphy? That's more of a deep flex, deep league type guy.
1: Yeah.
2: It,
0: Nobody was starting LaShawn McCoy. <laughs> I mean, why would you
2: start the guy that's too behind him on the depth chart? Yeah, it's going to be like... Well, I have Murphy ranked higher than I've had McCoy ranked the last three weeks.
1: Do I start Murphy? Do I start Marlon Mack? Um, you know... Guys who just haven't been very good. And uh, I guess it could be a tough call. No, it wouldn't be a tough call because we don't know about Melvin Gordon. But if he plays, he'll start him. But if he doesn't play, he'll start Justin Jackson over Murphy, sure, certainly. Uh, it's really nice to have fab dollars available right now. So I hope it, if you kind of have some fab, you can sort of bully people on the waiver wire and just get whoever you want. It's funny you say that because
0: I never really do this, but I actually did it in um, our Dynasty League. Yesterday, I needed a tight end, and I looked to see who else had fab dollars to spend because I needed to save a few bucks for next week just in case I advance. So I looked to see that the two two of the three teams have $2 or less left out of a $1,000 budget. (laughs) Wow. And so I saved $3 just in case I advance next week. So if I wanted to get somebody, I have more money than them.
1: Of course. Nice, nice work. And then one thing I like to do, and I wish I had said this yesterday, but in terms of handcuffs, right now, I mean, it's, it's, it can be important to have your handcuff. But there's a chance nobody's going to want the handcuff to your running back. So I think you can drop your handcuff now, pick up somebody that maybe you don't want your opponent to get, and then on Saturday just reverse the ad drop, drop that guy that you didn't want your opponent to get. He won't be available until next week, whoa and then get wait. your handcuff
2: again. Whoa, what? whoa, whoa!
1: Why? What's the problem?
2: I have heard a lot of criticism from you over people that see that somebody needs a tight end, picks up, and drops three of them No, this, make sure they can't add a tight end. Different. this is completely different. This com- is exactly the same thing. You're keeping someone on your roster, then dropping them just so the other per- so yeah. person can't add them. Okay, first it's of exactly all, the wait same a second. Thing.
1: Wait, I don't have a problem really with people doing that if they have the roster spot.
2: No, you don't like it when they pick up, then drop. You yeah, are using one roster spot for two players. Uh, okay. This is so different. It's exactly the same thing.
1: You, but I'm giving you the opportunity to pick up the guy that I dropped. Cause I'm doing it on, on Tuesday night. I, okay, for example,
2: exactly
1: for example, I dropped Giovanni Bernard in one league. I have Joe Mixon, I dropped Giovanni Bernard. Nobody's gonna pick up Giovanni Bernard. So on Saturday, I'm gonna drop whoever I added just that, cause I was playing defense and pick up Gio again.
2: By picking up three tight ends, I'm just playing defense. You're talking, about, you're talking about it's the adding – are talking about adding. What Heath Wait is saying
1: is the exact same no, thing.
2: No, 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 because what Heath is saying is you add
1: a tight end, you drop someone. Then you add another tight end, you, you drop the tight end you just picked up. Then you add another tight end, you drop the second tight end you just picked up. So it's one It one was more a completely
0: – no. It's one the, more move. You,
1: if, you're saying you have, that you're picking, if you're
0: saying you're picking up somebody else, so you're picking up someone that you have no intention of using so that someone else cannot do it, it's the same theory.
1: Yeah, and but I'm a allow- but that's starts. that's totally fine. But I am putting Giovanni Bernard on waivers for somebody to pick up.
2: I'm putting whoever I drop for this first tight end on waivers. But for somebody you to did pick
1: up. you are doing three transactions, and also if if you do that on Monday or on Tuesday night, it if doesn't you're really a matter. And a fraud. No, I hate you. And you know what? Honestly, you should be ashamed of yourself, Heath, because you quit as commissioner. You quit on the For the People League. You didn't I even did not at
2: all. I set the playoff matchups yesterday. You did not even
1: send and then, an email, and then, you,
2: and then you send me a text. Do
1: you want me to set the playoff <laughs> matchups? And, They're and, already set. Yeah, because you didn't send an email. Everybody, every commish sends an email congratulating people for for making the playoffs. It was a great year. Here are our matchups. Heath did not even take the time to do that with the For the People League. Um,
2: not every commissioner does that. Yep. Apparently not. Only the good ones.
1: News and notes. Melvin Gordon's gonna be a game time decision. Austin Eckler unlikely to play. Detrez Newsom could back up Justin Jackson in this game. Uh Kelvin Benjamin unlikely to see extended snaps, according to the Kansas City Star. Did you say s- Melvin Gordon is not expected to play? No, I said Austin Eckler is not expected to play. Gordon will be a game time decision. Oh, uh,
0: it sounds like Gordon's gonna
1: play. Okay, well. Uh he's he's making progress, that's for sure. Spencer Ware, though, is beat up. Do you have any concerns about Spencer Ware playing?
0: Not adds him now, but I think you should pick up Damien Williams. I, I added him in a couple of leagues last year. Yeah, time. me too.
1: The Vikings fired offensive coordinator John Filippo and promoted their quarterback's coach, Kevin Stefanski, to offensive coordinator. Um, wow, this is uh, an odd time to do that, I guess.
2: I think it could be really bad news for the passing game. And I, you're not benching Thielen or Diggs, but I did downgrade them. Cousins went from a top six quarterback to number 13 for me. There was a lot of talk on the broadcast about how Zimmer wants to run the ball more. The Filippo didn't really do that. They have been, I believe, the most, if not the most, then one of the most pass-happy teams in the league throwing the ball 63% of the time. I think Dave
0: said yesterday on uh, FFT they're eighth in passing.
2: in pass attempts, yes. Pass attempts, in yeah. terms of a, as a percentage of their total oh, plays, I, I think they're they're towards the very top. And I would expect that the pass attempts to go down. James Conner has a
1: chance to play this week. The Steelers could replace Chris Boswell if you haven't already replaced him on your fantasy team. It looks like he'll probably be there this week, but uh, there's a chance they replace Boswell. The Jets' top three running backs all miss practice, so <laughs> they have a Saturday game. Todd Bowles said if they're not practicing by Friday, I'll be worried. Um, what do you think? What do you think about the Jets' running backs right now?
0: I still expect McGuire to be the healthiest and safest play of the bunch. I mean, Isaiah Corral has battled this foot problem for a while, and he was in a walking boot. My guess is they shut him down, um, at least for this week. As, as far as I, I would expect McGuire to probably get a limited practice in today and, and probably full practice by Friday.
1: Okay, and Corey Clement is on IR with a knee injury. Cortland Sutton mispracticed with a thigh injury, but we think he's okay, right, Cortland Sutton?
2: Uh, as of now yes he was banged up in that game but I, I think i think he's okay
1: well good i think i'll use that as an excuse for his terrible performance and jack conklin tennessee's right tackle is on ir anything else anything i'm missing do we have any updates on Brita or or i don't know no you guys how are you guys feeling
2: great good uh really fantastic how are you best i felt really full full strength for the first time this season good oh, wow best shape of my life mid season form
1: all right, let's talk about some good players with bad matchups, and if you are willing to start them this week. Matt Ryan allow uh, will face the Cardinals without the fourth-fewest fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. They do, however, see the sixth-fewest pass attempts in the NFL. And like I think only, uh, only two quarterbacks have thrown more than 35 passes against the Cardinals this year, whereas Matt Ryan has only two games with fewer than 34 pass attempts. So that's kind of interesting. You know, a lot of teams just run the ball over Arizona. I don't know if the Falcons are doing that. How do you feel about Matt Ryan at home this week against a team that's been very good against quarterbacks?
2: Planning on starting him. I don't think the Falcons can run all over the Cardinals.
0: Uh, he's, he is a low end starter this week, yes.
2: All right. Then how about Aaron Rodgers,
1: uh, at Chicago?
2: I would prefer to bench him. I'm sitting him. So you
1: like Matt Ryan better than Aaron Rodgers?
2: Yes. A- amongst other quarterbacks. Do you
1: like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen ahead of Aaron Rodgers?
0: Um, Lamar Jackson, yes. Uh, I have right now Allen and Rodgers back-to-back, which is a frightening sentence to say.
2: I have, I think I have Rodgers and Allen back-to-back, and I prefer Lamar Jackson to Aaron Rodgers. Do you prefer I, Lam- I prefer Jameis Winston to Aaron Rodgers. I'm not there. How come? I think the Bears are a more difficult matchup. And I think Jameis, in the games most recently, has been better.
1: I I almost didn't realize how unimpressive Rogers' numbers were last week. I sort of just kind of glossed over them, I guess. 196 yards, two touchdowns, 44 rushing yards to get to 23 fantasy points against the Falcons.
2: Last week or this season?
1: Yes, <laughs> but I knew this season had been underwhelming. I guess I didn't really Like, I thought he had a pretty good game against the Falcons. It really wasn't that good. He's also not throwing the ball that much, 32 or fewer pass attempts in four of his last five games, but that'll kind of transition us to our next guy, Aaron Jones. People have a lot of questions about him. Now, since they're by, that's when they sort of went to Aaron Jones. Since they're by, he's the number five running back in fantasy. He's averaging 5.5 yards per carry. He's had a pretty, pretty nice schedule. Except one game, and it was against Minnesota, and Aaron Jones had an excellent game. Uh, 17 carries, 72 yards, and a touchdown, plus three catches, 21 yards. He's got three or more catches in five straight games. So generally speaking, you know, as they relate to their own position, who do you have more confidence in in this game, Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones?
2: Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, for sure. And Joe, I, I did downgrade Jones a little bit for this matchup. He's still a top 15 running back in both formats.
1: Why? Do, doesn't it seem harder to run on the Bears than pass on the Bears?
0: Uh, Yes. But I still think you look at what Rodgers has done on the road this year. Um, what Aaron Jones has started to do in the passing game. And I think you just look at what his production has been and how... Uh, didn't Saquon Barkley have a good game against them?
1: Saquon Barkley had a great game against them, and so did LeGarrett Blunt on that really short week for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of it. How about this? There have been eight running backs with 10 to 15 carries against the Bears, 10 to 15, that have failed to score more than five fantasy points in non-PPR. That's crazy. But here's, here's the encouraging stuff for, for Jones. Three running backs have had huge games: James White, Carry Johnson, and LeGarrett Blunt. Um, White was almost exclusively in the passing game. Three running backs had solid games: David Johnson, Frank Gore, and Saquon Barkley. Other than that, you know, they allow the second fewest fantasy points to the running backs. It just shut. I mean, he was good against
0: Minnesota. They're good against the run too. Yeah,
1: that's. He he certainly was. It's just you. I'm starting Aaron Jones for sure. I'm just you know you know me. I like to give a lot of stats, play devil's advocate, whatnot. I mean, the
2: biggest thing is you need to start at least. There's there's need to be at least 24 startable running backs each week, and yeah. only 12 quarterbacks. And we've talked all year about how deep quarterback is.
1: But now we've got Jalen Samuels, we've got Jeff Wilson, uh, potentially. I
2: would The only one of those guys I'd start over Jones is Samuels and PPR.
1: What about okay. Justin Jackson if Melvin Gordon doesn't play?
2: No. I would start him over Aaron Jones.
1: You would, Jamie? You would not? I would not, no. All right. You know who else has a tough matchup? Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, in, the, in his last seven games since the Carlos Hyde trade, that's seven games over eight weeks, I believe. He's the number six running back in non-PPR, number eight in PPR. Uh He also has had pretty easy competition. In two tough matchups, Chubb scored nine PPR points at Pittsburgh, 16 at Houston, but he only had 72 total yards. He did score. Uh How do you feel about Chubb this week?
2: Must start. Yeah, he's a solid star. Um... I think his floor is what Wilson gave you last week. 20 for 93? He's probably going to be a lot better than
1: that. Or whatever it was, something like 20 for 93. Uh, So you were more confident in Chubb than Aaron Jones?
2: I am. Yep.
1: All right, last guy with a tough matchup. Kenneth Galladay. He's been two bad games in a row. Although Stafford only threw like 22 passes last week. uh, 23. Buffalo allows the second fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. How do you feel about Kenny Galladay this week?
2: Number two receiver. I I went into the week thinking, man, I'm going to hate Kenny Galladay. I don't think I can get away from him. How come? He's, I believe in his talent. I Buffalo has been very good against wide receivers, but I think a lot of that has to do with the number of attempts they get. And uh, I just think he'll bounce back.
0: This isn't a great week for a receiver.
2: No. Oh no. And
0: so, like, we had this conversation about Jarvis Landry yesterday, who was, I think is in somewhat of a similar situation—a guy that is has been productive but a little fluky last week in particular. That once you get past like somewhere in that fifteen to twenty range, it's like, okay, where are you looking at now? Are you looking at talent? Are you looking at situation? Are you looking? You know, like I, I don't think I'm at a point yet, and I don't know if if our audience is is there as well like starting guys like um i'm trying to think of Dante pettis. huh? Dante pettis. i could see pettis over galladay though because pettis has been really good the last three weeks i could see samuel over him but i'm, I'm like the guys be like i'm not starting deshaun hamilton over kenny galladay i'm not yeah. starting isaiah mckenzie over kenny Galladay. you know like that tier receiver is not worth it
1: well what about if you're comparing him to running backs what about aaron jones and nick chubb versus kenny Gallaudet? that's easy you go with the, the backs. backs, yeah. All right. What if you went a little bit further down? Who's who's further down? Let's take a look at your running back rankings.
0: I mean, Jeff Wilson, you're starting over Galladay. You're starting Justin Jackson over him. You should be starting Mark Ingram over him. You should be starting.
1: Ah, uh, so well, okay. Let's stop there because people always have questions about Mark Ingram. That's one. Of yeah, the... I
0: think I think if you're compa- this is it feels to be, and and that includes the some of the guys you've already mentioned. You know, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb. You know, guys that don't necessarily have the best situations. I think they're in better spots than some of these receivers.
1: So he's a number two receiver because the position's weak. You still like his talent, but if you feel confident about a running back or a wide— if you feel confident about a running back that you're comparing to, like a Lamar Miller who's going to get a ton of work for probably against the Jets, you'd start him over Galladay. Right? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. I think I got it. I think we're good there. It, fe-
0: it feels like running back, you could say there's 20— three to 25 good ones. We're at receiver. It's almost like 17 or 18.
1: I know we're going to get to this in a moment, but as I look at, well, not quite a moment, a few moments, as I look at your running back rankings, you have Justin Jackson ranked as if Gordon's not going to play. Right? But if he does play Jackson's gone, cuttable, cuttable. See, I'm nervous. I, as someone who uh, we all know, I own a lot of Melvin Gordon. I'm so nervous that he plays, doesn't get a full workload. Like, I might start both of them. And, and not be happy about it. Last week, I was somewhat happy to start Eckler and Jackson. And this week in that same league, I might start both of them.
2: I would assume, because when he was fully healthy, they were giving Eckler, what, eight to ten touches a game? Yeah. I don't think that he's gonna come back from this injury. Possibly not quite 100% and they're going to give him 100% of the work. So I think Jackson probably still gets those eight to 10 touches.
1: And I feel like if Jackson does nothing and Gordon's healthy, Gordon has his normal game, your combined fantasy points from your two running backs would pro- probably still be pretty good. Cause if Gordon's, you know, fully healthy in himself, he's going to just destroy Kansas City. Yep. And I look forward to that. I got something to tell y'all. All right. I, it's for the, it's for the guys out there. Hair loss is no joke. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. And when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. Listen, it's much easier to keep the hair that you have than to replace the hair that you've lost. Why am I telling you this? Because we have a great sponsor, fourhymns.com. ForHims.com can really help you out. And if you go to forhimscom slash FFT, I'll spell it out for you. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash FFT. You can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 while supplies last. We're going to save you a lot of money. We're going to save you a lot of time. You don't have to go to the doctor anymore. You don't have to sit in the waiting room. You go to fourhims.com. You connect with real doctors and get medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Just answer a few quick questions a doctor is going to review and can prescribe to you and products are shipped directly to your door. So this is just a really easy way to, uh, treat your hair loss. Again, go to fourhymns.com slash FFT. Get a trial month of hymns for $5 while supplies last. See the website for full details. This is something that would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy, but you can get it for five bucks. fourhimscom slash FFT. fourhimscom slash FFT. We want to help the people this week and every, just this week. It's the first time we're trying to help the people. So let's do some, some emails. fantasyfootball at CBSI.com. This is from Adam in a town between Albany and New York City. I wonder if that's from. I wonder if this is me. I live between Albany and New York City, and he says, "Dear Adam, 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 and Adam, should I start Tyler Boyd or Josh Gordon this week?"
2: Gordon. I'm going with Boyd.
1: Oh wow! Do I have to break the tie since he addressed it to me four times? Sure. I'm not sure I'm ready to break the tie, but <laughs> I, I need to do my research. But I, uh, I like Gordon. I like. I like Gordon. Um, Evan McKnight needs help at flex half PPR Edelman Spencer Ware or Damian Williams if Ware is out Jalen Samuels or Jeff Wilson half PPR just needs one yeah I'm gonna go Samuels tough calls here
2: half PPR yeah um I'm gonna go Samuels too (sighs)
1: yeah If, but if yeah, but what if Connor comes back? You, do you lose the chance to start Spencer Ware? You know, are, are you willing to risk that?
2: I would rather start Edelman and half PPR than I would Ware. Yeah, you also still have Wilson too. So
1: yeah. All right, from Eric, Baltimore DST or Detroit DST? I'll go Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. From Aldo PPR, pick a number two wide receiver: Curtis Samuel, Dante Pettis, Chris Conley. Uh, Samuel, Pettis, Conley
2: Pettis Which format was this? PPR I will go Samuel
1: Wow, we're not a lot of agreement today Uh Defense, no. Saints or Jaguars?
2: Jaguars Yes And here's something, We agree on the defenses
1: And here's something we can definitely disagree on Eat more Butterfingers, Aldo says That will never happen Brian in Sacramento says On Connor, on Mixon, Cooper and Rudolph I am in the first round of my ten team PPR league playoffs. I am the number one seed playing the number four seed, who is a very scary first round team to play. He's been on the rise with Cooper and Derrick Henry's recent explosions and I'm trying to maximize my points. If Connor does not play, would you sit Zach Ertz for Jalen Samuels? If I do that, I can then make a roster I can then can open a roster spot for Hilton, Cohen, or Nick Chubb.
0: Um, are you playing those other
2: guys?
1: I guess not. I guess he'd be sitting Hilton, Cohen, and Chuck. Well, no, he could start one of them because Samuels.
2: Well, you should be starting T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, I I don't think you have two receivers that are better than T.Y. Hilton. So the 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 question would be
0: Ertz and whoever he's starting at receiver versus Samuels and Hilton, right?
2: I think it just, I, just comes I down. To, right?
1: I think it just comes down to Samuels versus Ertz because we like Hilton better than Samuels, right? So who would you start, Samuels or Ertz?
2: I have Samuels projected
0: for more points. Yeah, I mean, Samuels scored more than him last week. It's going to be hard to for the tight ends to, stop, to top Samuels without both scoring touchdowns.
2: And I hope I express the appropriate level of confidence in <laughs> uh,
1: From Andy. Dear, helpful, not helpful, kind of helpful, and hilarious.
2: Oof. Okay, let's, let's, let's break this down. No,
1: no, no way. <laughs> We're all hilarious. Uh, I really need this win. I'm the one seed. I'm out for revenge against the, the, team I lost to last year. Who do I start at flex and half PPR? Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, or Amari Cooper? Amari Cooper.
0: Uh, what's the format?
1: Half PPR. Dalvin Cook. Oh. Man, you guys, very helpful and not helpful. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get Will Brinson on now. Let's
2: talk about his undefeated team. We should have Br- Will just break all those ties we just had.
1: You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell Will to hang on because here's, here's, what, here's what I'm thinking right now. I don't want to wait another 15 minutes to preview the Thursday night game. So um, let's make sure we do that. Wow, let's...
2: Will getting pushed to the back burner.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm just going to have to let him know but he'll be on in a few minutes let's talk let's talk about thursday night guys uh los angeles at the chiefs and first thing i have is some kansas city themed trivia questions for heath Cummings.
2: and i am going to fail at all of these because i do i'm not a good trivia person
1: this is from dot i don't know what that
2: website is so these could so these, be- these are not even like trivia questions that have actual answers uh, or just what do websites say about certain things? True. Yes. Okay. Great.
1: Which was invented in Kansas City? A. The Whopper. B. The Happy Meal. C. The Frosty.
2: I will go with the Frosty.
1: Wait. Hold on. I need to cue up my soundboard. I forgot. Uh, A. The ha- A. The Whopper. B. The Happy Meal. And C. The Frosty. Please give your answer again.
2: I will go with the Frosty, please. Where's the Where's the wrong?
1: Damn it! <laughs> oh, uh, now the volume is down. Okay, there you go. No, you're wrong. Uh, the Happy Meal was invented in Kansas City.
2: I don't know if that's true.
1: Kansas City has more of this per capita than any other city. Barbecue, um, barbecue restaurants, uh-huh. movie theaters, stray cats.
2: That was not. I, I expected a different thing to be an answer because there is a correct answer to that question. What is it? And it's fountains. Okay, but uh, amongst these three choices, I will say barbecue restaurants.
1: Uh, good job, you got it right. <laughs> and C- and uh, last question: Which is a nickname for Kansas City? A. Central City. B. The City of Fountains. C. Swope City. The City of Fountains. Correct. Way to go. Uh, I don't have a ding, but you did well. Thank you. 66%. You got a D. First meeting. Kansas City won 38-28 in week one. Patrick Mahomes was okay. He only threw four touchdowns. But Richard, uh, but, uh, Philip Rivers. I almost said Richard Sherman because he threw a touchdown to Anthony Sherman. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Uh, Philip Rivers had, um, 424 yards and three touchdowns, 34 fantasy points. So we talked about it earlier. Let's talk about it again. Starter sit
2: Philip Rivers. Start. He is a starter He's a low end start, but he's a start.
1: Who are some guys you'd start over Philip Rivers? Not not waiver wire guys, but you know, golf. Would you start Wilson over Rivers? I would not. Jamie would.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Would you start Mitchell Trubisky over Rivers? <clears throat> I would. I would. All right. Jamie's got Rivers 10th.
0: I'd start Deshaun
2: Watson over I would, too.
1: And Heath has Rivers 8th. Okay, so you're just not expecting a huge game, even though he's got an amazing matchup. I
3: think it's an okay matchup.
1: I I, I think it's kind of amazing. Like, look what Goff, Carr, and Lamar Jackson have combined for nine touchdowns, no picks in their last three games against Kansas
2: City. You know... What what I, yeah. why is it like, Rivers higher? Six, right? Or five? Uh, he had four, I think. Um I think that this is a different defense at Arrowhead than it is on the road. And I think there have been quarterbacks that have had okay performances at Arrowhead. I don't know if there's been more than one that's just had a monster game at Arrowhead.
1: Um Yeah, who who was it?
2: There may not even been one.
1: The monster games have been Roethlis- Rivers, Roethlisberger and Goff, and Derek Carr.
2: And those were all on the road, right? I know Rivers, Roethlisberger, and Goff were.
1: Yeah, I don't know where the car game was. It was in a car. Okay, fine. What do you do with um, Melvin Gordon, Justin Jackson?
0: I mean, if Gordon starts, you start him.
1: If Gordon doesn't, you start Jackson. How high would you have Jackson? Well, how high do you have Jackson, since that's how you've ranked him so far?
0: Number seven. I think he's more of a number two. Discuss. Uh, I mean, the the thought would be is they're probably chasing points. So will it be we can give him the proper amount of touches that he needs to be successful? Chasing
1: points. And what points. happens if he doesn't score? They might be the second best team in the NFL. Give him a little love.
2: Uh, and we should probably – we don't do this too often. Um. And I'm just going to check and see if it's changed any. When I looked yesterday, the forecast for game time was 35 with an 80% chance of rain. Looks like the rain chances have fallen. So it's just going to be very, very cold.
1: Okay, that's good. Um, Well, I mean, it's a big difference that Heath has him 7th and Jamie has Justin Jackson as kind of a number 2 running back.
2: I think the Chiefs are one of the worst run defenses in the league. They have given up the third or fourth most fantasy points to running backs and a lot of teams they've played have had two or three running backs that have chopped that up a little bit and if Gordon and Eckler are both out I don't expect Newsom to get very many touches
1: so I think I asked this earlier I ask it again well I'll put it this way how would you rank Aaron Jones Nick Chubb Justin Jackson if Melvin Gordon doesn't play
0: Chubb Jones Jackson Chubbs Jackson Jones
2: Chubbs Chubbs. Chubbs, okay. Happy
1: Gilmore. Starting any uh Chargers wide receivers other than Keenan Allen?
2: No. Mike Williams is a number three for me. Okay.
1: Patrick Mahomes is your number one quarterback. Do you consider this a tough matchup for him?
2: No. I don't I don't consider matchup with Patrick Mahomes. Well you should. Doesn't matter.
1: I mean, he's always going to be top five, but he doesn't necessarily have to be number one if he has a tough matchup. But like last week, for example, and the week and when he faced the Cardinals and when he faced the Jaguars. But the Chargers allow the 50 was fantasy points of quarterbacks. They really haven't faced a lot of good quarterbacks. Um, we'll see. This will be a test for them.
2: He's, right. played, he's already faced this matchup and he scored thirty six fantasy points.
1: That yeah, was week one. Who cares about week one? Nothing. They didn't have Joey Bosa back then. Now. Uh, how do you approach the running backs for Kansas City?
0: I think Spencer Ware is in the Justin Jackson range.
2: I, I think he's a I think Ware is a low-end number two, but I you're starting him. And if Ware was out, you'd
0: be starting Damian Williams. The thing that you saw with Ware last week was exactly what you hoped to see. 20 touches, over 100 total yards. The only thing that was missing was a touchdown.
1: So why then do you have him... Outside your top 20? Because that sounds like a... you know, Is it just that running... You have an 18th in PPR. Is it just that you like a lot of running backs this week?
0: I'm a little concerned about the injury.
1: Okay.
2: And Heath, where do you have wear? 21, I think, in non-PPR. 23 in PPR. Mark Ingram, Spencer, where? I would take Ingram.
0: Right now, Ingram. I may change that on Thursday if wears
1: 100%. Dante Pettis, Spencer, where?
2: Where? where
1: Kenny Galladay or Spencer Ware?
2: where I will take Ware and non-PPR and Galladay and PPR.
1: Do you have any interest in Damian Williams? If Ware plays
0: deep league flex, it's gotta be a real. Yeah.
2: Like our, um, our IDP league where you start three wide receivers and a flex. I think you could consider it there.
1: And finally, Chris Conley, when you're starting Tyreek Hill, you're starting Travis Kelsey. What do you think about Chris Conley?
0: Number three receiver.
2: Yeah, I think he's a a low end number three, high end number four. A lot like Josh Reynolds. There's there's certainly two touchdown upside, and there's four point floor. Yeah,
1: the Chargers have this weird habit of giving up like thirty yards and a touchdown to a wide receiver like D'Anthony Thomas, Kelvin Benjamin, Kendrick Boren, Jordy Nelson, Martavis Bryant, Damian Ratley, Jerron Brown, Cortland Sutton, Larry Fitzgerald, John Ross. They all scored 7 to 10 fantasy points in non-PPR, 9 to 14 in PPR. So some of them were like low yards and a touchdown, or maybe like a 70-yard game, something like that. Uh, But it's just so hard to trust a stat like that. Sit the DSTs, and what's the final score of this game?
2: 31 24 Chiefs. Sure. That's it, Jim. You're just
1: going to agree with Heath?
2: Yeah, it's a right range. I may have just gone complete. I may have given the exact score projected by No, let's see. If, Ve- if Vegas was setting it, it would be 30 to 27. 30 27. Okay. Or th- 29 26 or something silly like that.
1: I really hope Melvin Gordon plays. They're a much better team with him. I uh, that that would be their big advantage in this
2: game. I hope to see them. So,
1: who's hungry? You guys hungry yet? Heath, it's almost lunchtime for you. It's uh 9:40 in the morning.
2: I, I my stomach is growling, and I'm thinking about where I'm going to go get lunch as soon as this, like this podcast ends, and I will run to my car to go get lunch.
1: I have a feeling you're going to be eating some red meat after this because I'm going to tell you about Omaha Steaks. Last year was their 100th anniversary. This is America's original butcher since 1917. And I've got my Omaha Steaks package in the freezer and it is slowly dwindling because I cannot stop eating it. How about a 74% discount? You know, a lot of times here, yeah, there's 20 bucks. Here's a 50% discount. This is a 74% discount off the Omaha Steaks family gift package, which is usually $195. Now it's $49.99. If you go to Omaha Steaks, Dot com, and in the search bar you type in fft you'll get a 74 discount what are you getting if you type in fft in the search bar at omahasteaks.com four hand cut top sirloin steaks two premium pork chops four chicken fried steaks those are Heath's favorite uh four omaha steaks burgers four kielbasa sausages those are my favorite all beef meatballs they're amazing four potatoes au gratin Four caramel apple tartlets. Surprisingly, I'm not a big caramel guy. I loved them. They are great. And four more burgers that they're throwing in for free. This is a fifth-generation family-owned company with over 100 years of experience delivering perfectly aged beef hand-cut by Master Butchers in Omaha. Please check it out. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type in FFT in the search bar. Get all this food for 49.99. dollars 99 omahasteaks.com, FFT in the search bar. Now let's bring on our super-duper special guest, Will Brinson. What's up, podcast host Will Brinson? How we doing? What's up, podcast
3: host Adam Azer. I, I got to tell you,
1: I I went grocery shopping yesterday, and um, it was great. I had the headphones on. I was one of those annoying people that wasn't paying attention to surroundings. I was just wrapped up in the Pick 6 podcast. The episode you did with Brady Quinn uh, that aired on Monday was outstanding. And listening to Brady Quinn... Makes me realize how little I know about football. In fact, he was even like basically calling me and people like me out for just not not knowing about football, not watching. He's like, I watch more football than everybody, but he did have some some really interesting takes. And um, you got yourself a great podcast, sir. So I want everybody to listen to the Pick Six podcast. But what that's, what did you find interesting I, 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 about well, yesterday's just, show?
3: Well, I think it's like really well. First of all, I found it interesting that Brady is a nineteen seventy three yeah. Ford Bronco. Like that's <laughs> yeah. when he drives around. I mean, it is kind of crazy. Because, like, I I think I'm like, uh, Brady and I are friends. Like, we're, you know, like, I mean, we're, you know, we tax and stuff, but it's, uh, like, it's, it's wild that, you know, he is a, probably the greatest player in Notre Dame history ever. Like, and there are a lot of really good players who played there. Like, in terms of statistical production, uh, he's totally, you know, he's, I'm sure that Brady's a millionaire, right? Like, he's, I mean, he was a first round pick. I mean, he's, he's like this wealthy, famous quarterback. And when you talk to him, like, he's not afraid to talk about things like, the stuff that Bill's fans throw on the field. That's what makes the podcast so engrossing is he's a, he's a football <laughs> savant, uh, you know, a famous person and yet a man of the people. And so those podcasts are great. It's like having Heath Cummings on basically. I, a millionaire famous person. Who's a man of the people.
2: I had a very <laughs> funny interaction about a week and a half ago with Brady in the break room. And I walked in, get my coffee and he's standing there. We, we talk about a variety of things, but he asked me just how the season was going for fantasy football. And I made a reference to it's a little bit more difficult this year because we have these new offensive coordinators that are getting so much smarter and doing such a better job of distributing touches in a way that's not predictable. And the look on Brady's face when I suggested (laughs) that football people were getting smarter, he just like as if I would know that.
3: Right. right, It was, it was was a fun time.
2: (laughs) Kind of an awkward moment, but a fun time.
3: It, it is, um, I think I'm surprised that he doesn't treat me with more disdain because I'll suggest something and he's like, what? No.
2: Well,
1: if you apparently, the one thing I learned is that if you like IPAs, he will treat you with disdain, but enough about that. Listen to the podcast. I do want to talk about what he said about rookie quarterbacks. I thought it was really interesting and even what he said about Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, but, um, Will's got an undefeated auction team and, and, Heath read your squad on the air last week, but why don't you go ahead and refresh our memory? Because it's pretty amazing.
3: You know what the really truly amazing part about this squad is? Um, it, uh, we drafted in the off season, of course, and I was—I—I had I, I told Dave Richard, who's the, the commissioner of this league, I was like, "Hey, man, I'll do the league if you want." I really tried to cut back on fantasy leagues this year, but if you need a, if you need a twelfth person for this auction draft, I'll do it. <laughs> and so Dave's like, "Hey, I actually do need somebody to do it. Can you join?" I was like, "Yes." As it turned out, I was recording a podcast with Mina Kimes while I was doing this draft, and so I was like, kind of like a like I was like sort of watching it, but like talking, having this conversation in the middle of it. It was difficult, and I just went all aggressively and bought uh, Saquon Barkley for twenty nine bucks, Todd Gurley for thirty four bucks. That turns out that was a pretty good combination. Out of a hundred or a hundred dollar budget? I think it was a hundred dollar budget. Yes. Uh, and then nobody on this podcast in this, in this, in this, in this website likes Brandon Cook. So I bought him for five bucks. (laughs) Adam Thielen was $11. So that was a good price. Uh, and then I think I bought Zach Ertz for 10. And then Patrick Mahomes was a dollar because quarterbacks are, uh, are of course, you're welcome, buddy. Uh, quarterbacks he got by telephone. Yeah, go play YouTube. Um, <laughs> quarterbacks were dirt cheap in auction leagues, so he got. I got Patrick Mahomes for one dollar, and then I think I picked up Nick Chubb off the off the waiver wire. I have to decide Nick Chubb. The the, the crazy thing about this league, though, is that uh, you can't do zero dollar bids, and I only. Oh, have... we've
2: talked about that a lot. This
3: <laughs> that was a major commissioner flub. Yeah. I but I I'm out of money, and I'm in the playoffs. So like if Pat, I mean if Patrick Mahomes goes down, there are obviously bigger problems in my undefeated auction league. But I would have no quarterback. I I had to start. You know, I won a a week with Patrick Mahomes on a bye. (laughs) I I didn't have any money to pick up a quarterback, and I beat RJ by 60 points with Patrick with no quarterback.
2: That's awesome. I I think the best part, though, is that – and I don't know if Jamie remembers this, but there was another commissioner flub during this auction.
3: Yes, that's right.
2: And Will wasn't present for the auction. He was online, and we decided um, the commissioner had not put a flex spot in the rosters. All right. And so (laughs) it was decided during the auction that we would be adding a flex spot and no one told will and will, will likes to complain a little bit, all but invalidated (laughs) the results of the auction (laughs) immediately afterwards. And almost wanted
3: to do the whole thing over and now he's undefeated. Can we do it all over again? uh, No, I mean, I've never had an undefeated team. This would be my first, this is my first undefeated regular season. I am, Utterly convinced, I will not win in the playoffs. Uh, you
0: got I just, feeling I just lost pressure. my first one, Will. Um, it's a ten-team league, so it's not as impressive. But it was the last week of the regular season, and I went against uh, Derek Hedry.
3: Oh no! Yeah, yeah, but that, Yeah,
1: but you. I wonder if you would have lost last week, Will, with Cooks and and girl Cooks, Gurley, and Mahomes, uh, and Thielen and Thielen. Yeah. That's that's almost exactly what Dave and and Ertz. That's almost like exactly what Dave had in the podcast league and he lost. So, all right. Let me, let me move on. Let me move well, on. I'm sorry.
3: I was going to, I was going to point out, like, I do, I did, uh, <laughs> four podcast leagues, pick six podcast leagues mm-hmm. and I'm managing them all. And I, I lost this week in the playoffs, but I was going through and like sending out an email, like, Hey, here's the finals matchups. Todd Gurley killed. I mean, I'm sure you guys have talked about this, but Todd Gurley killed everybody. Yeah. If you, if you had a team that made the playoffs and then had Todd Gurley, you, you're out, and I mean, it, it, that's that's what stinks about. Well, fans. a lot of people that buys with Todd early though. Yeah, Sure. But, yeah, but what? Wait,
2: wait, wait. Adam will hosts a podcast that's just a football podcast and not a fantasy football podcast, right? Yeah, <laughs> and he puts together four leagues for his listeners.
3: That's right.
1: And he you probably step up. He Adam. probably was nice enough to let everybody know who made the playoffs, how they did, sent out a note, that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. I send out an email every week. Yeah, oh, every week. My goodness, what a! I mean, not not every week during the regular season, but every week. Oh, by the way, are there, do you guys have a uh, fantasy football today t shirts yet? No. We have Pick Six Podcast t shirts. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. There should be some in, in Fort Lauderdale, Heath. You you come on every week. You should go ask marketing for one. They're awesome. all right. They're like super, like soft. Uh, gray with like a, the logo, like the, the the podcast name itself is fine, like whatever, but the t-shirts are cool. I just wish
2: someone had suggested this to Adam before.
3: (laughs) I know. Heath did. Heath did. All right. Listen, I I
1: want to talk fantasy here. Will, (laughs) you have some rankings disagreements with Jamie and Heath's rankings. You, You looked at them. You think they're too low on David Johnson and Dalvin Cook, who they, they have pretty high. So I'm not quite sure what you want.
3: I them have to. David Johnson seventh. All right, I looked at the top 150 flex for PPR. Is what I looked at. That's what I go to for y'all's.
1: Okay, let's so let's pick. Let's. What pick would that you, what, up. How
3: would you like to just when what when what context do you want to? Frame That's this?
1: fine. Let's look at the top one 150 flexes. Heath, do you have those rankings up any chance? I I will, I will pull mine up. All right, where's David Johnson? You have David Johnson 14th. That's really high. I look. I... Oh, Jamie's got him 27. <laughs> Jamie's got him 27th. So, Jamie, Will thinks you're too low on David Johnson.
3: Based on what? The fact that he's playing the Falcons, who are the worst defense in football. As we know over years, we have years of empirical evidence that the Falcons give up tons of receptions to running backs. I think this is an opportunity for for Byron Leftwich to say, okay, look – That was a humiliating and pathetic lay down by the offense and by the team in general. Uh, I am coaching for my job still. Steve Wilkes is coaching for his job. we got to go into Atlanta. we got to use David Johnson, get him out there, sling the ball around. Uh, I think David Johnson is going to reward fantasy owners who made the playoffs and and drafted him over Saquon Barkley like freaking idiots, Uh, but with a big game in in Week 15. I like David
0: Johnson, but he's had some amazing matchups of late and hasn't exactly taken advantage of them. And so, like, the, the Packers game was an amazing matchup. He had 20 carries for 69 yards. The Chargers game was an amazing matchup. 17 carries for 63 yards. He hasn't scored a touchdown in four games in a row. So, I think you're starting David Johnson. I don't think anybody's benching him. But, like, I like Dalvin Cook better than him. I like Leonard Fournette better than him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I am. Still pretty I am, I am, I like. I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a huge game. I get the Leonard Fournette stuff. I'm a little worried that the Jaguars are like ten point favorites at home. That seems crazy, but well,
0: Redskins, you've you've watched Washington play, right?
3: I've actually not seen Josh Johnson play. I'm I'm refusing to watch Washington for the rest of the year. I hate them. They can <laughs> they can burn in hell. I hate the <laughs> Redskins. They're costing me money. It's really annoying. They're uh, just one win shy. I had I had the, I had I had I had fifty dollars on them to win the NFC East at uh, nine to one. So uh,
2: yeah, I had uh, the uh, six and a half, and they yeah, got the I, six I have, like a month ago.
3: <laughs> and then I'm, not going to win any more games. It's seven. It's so it's cruel. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I think that um, one of the teams that I would be a little wary of, uh, like Nick Chubb. Like, do you think Nick Chubb is going to outscore David Johnson? I'm starting both of them in this week, but I mean, Denver's. I mean, it, especially on like a Saturday night primetime game. But Denver's definitely a, a better defense in Atlanta. I, I don't know. I feel like David Johnson should outscore and could outscore uh, Nick Chubb. I. I think he could outscore Nick Chubb. I
2: feel. I think that Nick Chubb's better than David Johnson now, and so the matchup he's a is a better worse. offense.
3: As uh, a player, he's definitely better. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't I, know if he's a better.
3: player. Well, I
1: think we're kind of forgetting how he's good in a better offense than him is. Nick Chubb's really good. He's a
2: better fantasy
3: player. Than David Johnson not. matters.
2: I don't feel like Johnson's as good as he was two
3: years ago. I don't either. Nick Chubb is really good. You watch him run, and he has he has that I could break. I could break this at any second potential. Yeah, he's three. and offensive line is a disaster for Arizona too. I, I don't know. I just think I think this is a big David Johnson week, and he gets he gets worked into the top ten next year because of it. The-
1: let, let me let me say another one that I thought was pretty interesting. Heath, uh, oh, Heath, no, Will, Will thinks that Heath and Jamie are too low on Jordy Nelson.
3: Isn't that right, Will? I, I do. Um, I actually added Jordy. I was like, am I am I? am I drunk? Like, what am I doing? Am I still, uh, I went out, I went to a concert last night, crank, uh, crank bin. Very good band. You should check them out. Crank Bend? I, yeah, I had to explain it. It's crong bin, Krong They're really good. They're like all instrumental, like jazz funk. But I was like, is, is, I was like, if I, if I had some mystical world, like am I, am I, like what happened here? I'm adding Jordy Nelson all over the place this morning. Like I added Jordy Nelson in like three leagues and I, I feel good about it. And I, if you look at 18 targets the last two weeks, David Carr's winging it all over the place. The Bengals are terrible on defense. Uh, they're 18th, I think, at DVOA against number one wide receivers. I think there's potential for Jordy Nelson to save some seasons here. It was a nice
2: Freudian slip that you called him David Carr.
3: Did I call him David Carr?
2: they <laughs> all a, blocked him. He's on <laughs> a cronk bender right now, or whatever. Yeah, on
3: a cronk bender right now.
1: Yeah.
2: What was the name of the band? Cronk Bend
3: it's, uh, It is, uh, <laughs> let's see how you pronounce it, from Houston, Texas. Cronk uh, Ben. Listen, when
2: you say Kronk I
3: I was thinking like metal. Yeah, no, they're like uh, instrumental, it, all <laughs> instrumental jazz. It's described as soul surf, psychedelic, and funk. Uh, they're they're really good guys. Are you too low on Jordy Nelson? Too low on Kronkband, I'll take that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have him seventy six in my PPR flex rankings. Um, it's in the uh, Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey range. Um, he. he this game's weird. They're two terrible, terrible, terrible teams, terrible defenses. I just kind of think, and I said this on the podcast yesterday as a joke, but it's also kind of true. Don't ever underestimate Marvin Lewis's ability to get to eight and eight. <laughs> and so, this is a home game against an awful team. I think the Bengals probably win.
1: Jamie, are you too low? You all, you have him forty third, Jordy Nelson in PPR at, at wide receiver, not flex.
0: I mean, he's he's had what one good game since week five. Yeah. He's yeah. just you know at this point in the season, I don't know how many people are trusting Jordy Nelson. Should they potentially it's better good. in daily than seasonal? Sure, but I mean they they could they could run the ball on Cincinnati and not necessarily have to throw.
3: It's slim pickings out there, man. If you're trying to fill those flex spots, I mean, like would you or would you rather start Adam Humphries or Jordy Nelson? I'd rather start Jordy Nelson.
2: I'd rather start Adam Humphreys. I'd rather start Adam Humphries.
1: Last topic here. Then we're going to do some tweets about players and a couple of fantasy regulators to finish the show. Uh, Brady, you know, a lot of people are in Dynasty Leagues. Brady Quinn was talking about the rookie quarterbacks. And Will's pretty high on them, you know, as a group, those first-round pick quarterbacks. But Brady seems to think that Baker Mayfield doesn't... Correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't really have that super upside. And that Josh Allen might end up being the best right is that kind of what what he was saying
3: yeah i meant to ask him sort of more about baker but i was so but i thought he was i I thought he was i thought he was like screwing up and meaning to say josh rosen (laughs) he was saying josh allen yeah and uh and if you look at brady's twitter account this morning it looks like it's been hacked by briscoe because he's like (laughs) he's like people need to watch the film allen's better than they think um i mean he's not wrong josh allen is you know josh allen's dealing with a lot of you know Offensive line issues, personnel issues in terms of like his, you know, the two guys he's catching mm-hmm. balls from sound like made up, you know, Ian McKenzie and, and uh, Robert Foster. I mean, of course, everybody knows th- those illustrious names at the wide receiver position. Um, yeah, he 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 basically, I think it was sort of similar to maybe a Russell Wilson comp, like like everybody when Russell Wilson was drafted and when he started playing well, it's like, well, he's really good, but his ceiling is limited because his height and his age and, and the things that he does well. But to me, that that's, I, I disagree with Brady in that sense. Like I, th- I think that Baker Mayfield ceiling is unlimited. Um, but yeah, he, he thinks that Josh Allen is the number. If he was drafting a team right now, he would take Josh Allen as uh, his first choice of the rookie quarterbacks.
1: And he had just done a bills game. So he's extensively doing watched- the
3: bills game. Oh, bills he's Lions this week. let's check this. <laughs> let's check that after this week.
1: Well he watched the film and he came away pretty impressed with Josh Allen. He said his receivers were. Josh Allen looks balls. great.
2: I think he definitely has passed Darnold and Rosen. I would I would put a big gap between Baker and anyone else, and then another gap between Lamar and Josh Allen. Um I think jo- I think Lamar Jackson's a better passing quarterback than Josh Allen is.
1: And I the only thing I you know, he was what? saying
3: One of one of them, one of them is inaccurate and runs a lot, and the other has a Heisman Trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: You know what? I'll let people listen to that conversation on the Pick Six podcast. Will, I want to thank you uh, for coming on. And by by the way, they do an episode. They do five episodes a week. It's not just one episode with Brady Quinn. It's terrific stuff. Stuff they'll be previewing games, recapping games, good guests, great
3: show. Will, thanks for coming on, man. You know, you know, you, you know, Heath comes on. Heath is also on today. Yeah, today. Heath and I will be talking. Well, uh, this is this is Wednesday's fantasy football today show, right? So tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, Heath will be on tomorrow, but Heath and I will talk today.
1: Yeah, which is great because Heath decides not to join the fantasy baseball today podcast on Wednesdays. Instead, he joins the Pick Six podcast. It's
2: it's December. A lot better host. It's December.
3: (laughs) I mean, I I listen to fantasy baseball podcasts all the time, but not in December. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Will, thank you,
1: (laughs) thank you for coming on. Get the hell out of (laughs) here. Thanks, guys. All right. That is Will Brinson, and uh, we've got a lot of tweets about players that we're going to read right after this. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. And I realize that we did not preview the tight end position for 2019, something we can do tomorrow when Dave Richard comes back. Okay, here are some tweets. Watson and Rivers are my guys. Who am I going with this week? Watson. Yep. Question for next year. Keep two of these three. Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Zach Ertz. Chubb and Ertz. Yep. Can I drop on Johnson, or do you think he'll be back soon?
0: If you need someone for this week, you can drop him.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't drop him for a stash,
0: but I—if you need a starter, you can. What you could do is drop him today, play defense against somebody else in your league.
2: You have completely try to pick him up Saturday. Completely mischaracterize
0: what what I did was totally. And then
2: the nice thing is, if someone else picks him up, you can say, "Oh, wait, I didn't mean to drop him."
1: (laughs) 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 All right, uh, Aaron Jones or Justin Jackson PPR.
2: I'm going Jackson, if no Melvin. I'm going Aaron Jones. Jarvis Landry, PPR
1: gold or no rest of season?
2: No, but startable.
1: More like bronze. Ty, Sutton, Fitz. Uh, that has to be T-Y. T-Y, Sutton, or Fitz. Need two. Format? 2 format point two PPR, believe it or not.
2: Uh, Fitzgerald Overson. Yep. Healthy. Start TY. He's a top five receiver.
1: Corey Davis. Is Corey Davis going to be a forever wide receiver three?
2: Probably. I hope not.
1: I don't know if you know the answer to this one, but who's the most random week 14 to 16 waiver wire pickup that has won you a league?
2: Devin Roma Shodu. Ever?
1: Yeah, ever. That's pretty good. Uh I feel like there should be an obvious answer to this, and I just can't think of anything. Tebow. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, I need a flex. Julian Edelman, Gus Edwards, Derek Henry, or Mark Ingram, and I do not know the format.
2: Uh, Edelman. Edelman who? Gus Edwards,
1: Derek Henry, Mark Ingram.
2: I would go Gus and non-PPR, Edelman and PPR. Doesn't Gus make you nervous, though, with the dicks and stuff? Makes me a little nervous. I'm always nervous, but I don't want a non-PPR.
1: Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers in a four-point-for-passing touchdown league? Yes. Yep. Who are the best tight ends to stream over the next two weeks?
0: Uh, Ian Thomas and Anthony Ferkser.
2: Ian Thomas and Vernon Davis.
1: Keep two, trade two, and a dynasty league. Michelle, round four. Chubb, round seven. Robert Woods, round 14. Philip Lindsay, round 15.
2: Keep Chubb and Lindsay. Yes.
1: Sony Michelle or Justin Jackson this week?
2: Jackson. Jackson as long as Gordon's out.
1: Who would you flex in PPR? Kenny Galladay or Justin Jackson?
2: Jackson. Jackson as long as Gordon's out.
1: Should I go with Ebron or Jordan Howard in my standard scoring league?
2: Ebron. Ebron or Jordan Howard? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ebron.
1: Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Who do I start? Watson. 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 Dak or Josh Allen?
2: Dak.
0: Uh
1: Dak. Bears DST or Jags DST? Jags. Yeah. Thoughts on Kittle for a twelfth round pick, Phillip Lindsay for a ninth round pick, Jameis thirteenth, carry on Johnson third round. Who do you like? Non-PPR. Kittle? It's basically probably Kittle in the 12th or Lindsey in the 9th. Uh,
2: Lindsey. I'm going to go Kittle.
1: Kenyon Drake, Deion Lewis, or Jalen Samuels? Non-PPR.
2: Samuels. Samuels.
1: Will Mike Williams score more PPR points than Pettis this week? No. No. And finally from Alex I lost by 0.42 points but the real question is why do juju juju and drake's backward lateral counts as uh, backward laterals it should say count as catches I believe the original reception should receive the point and the rest should be yardage thoughts they
0: That's, don't count as catches they
1: don't they do count
0: no they don't they count as receiving yards they don't count as
2: catches Kenyon Drake had a 3 yard catch and a 52-yard oh. run after catch, and he has one catch for 55 yards.
1: That's interesting. Okay.
0: okay. So where, where, where it gets skewed is PPR versus non-PPR. Non-PPR, it's the same. I'm sorry. PPR, it's the same.
2: You don't get the catch. You do get the yards, though. Yes. And they are receiving yards.
1: Okay, fun. Okay, good stuff. Good to know. And we, of course, have a Wednesday show, which means we have to regulate. So here we go from Eric. A player last week dropped James Conner at game time for Rex Burkhead out of spite for losing Conner and Gordon to injury before the playoffs began. Should Conner be able to be added by another team, which would change the landscape of the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, You know.
2: Wait, wait, wait. That pisses me off. I have a question. The Very, guy that it's an important him question, and I don't know the answer. Go ahead. He is the guy that dropped him in the playoffs. I have no idea. It sounds he's like in, no. If he's not in the playoffs, then no, you shouldn't. You should reverse the transaction. Yeah,
1: exactly. If, if he's not in the playoffs, then he should not have been able to drop James Conner. Exactly. But what if he were not making the playoffs? But he he made this transaction was before the playoffs started. He dropped Conner but it was the
2: week of the playoffs.
1: He said before the playoffs began. I don't. I think it's garbage. I don't think that. No. The only the only reason why it's okay to drop Connor is if you had to drop him to start someone that week. If you spite drop him and now all of a sudden some playoff team is able to pick him up, that bothers me. I say no. No. But you just said yes. You just said it should stand.
0: If the guy's out of the playoffs, the answer is no.
1: Gotcha. One more now from John. I took over as a commissioner in a second-year dynasty league when the original commissioner quit right after week 13. I made it as the sixth seed in the playoffs, and I beat the three seed. The fourth seed beat the five seed. So now you have the one, two, four, and six seeds left. The next round has the two seed playing the six seed and uh, the one seed playing the four, five. Um, This morning... The number one seed mentioned in the group chat that the seeding was wrong and he should not have to play the higher seed. I read the in-depth bylaws left by the original commissioner and there was nothing stating a reseeding. I said, unless all four playoff contenders can agree to reseed, then I can't do it. The fourth seed does not want to reseed, so I am refusing to reseed. What should I do? I'm in a lose-lose situation. It's only my first week as interim commissioner for this league.
2: You don't change the rules in the middle of the season. If there's not reseeding in the bylaws, then there's not reseeding. Right.
1: Yeah, but what I don't understand is... Oh, okay. I guess it was set up so that the
2: one seed would play the winner of the 4-5. Right. That's, why, that's the way a lot of our leagues are. Yeah. I like to um, reseed. I'm a reseed. You re-seeder. just have to decide if you want to have reseeding like the NFL does or not.
1: Yeah. Like my hairline, I reseed. All right, guys. We're at 4 com slash FFT. We're out of here. Thank you for listening, everybody. You don't have the other regulators? Which one? What is it? You play zong? song? Go ahead. Do you want to start the song over? Yeah, please. Okay. Gotta go. Bye. He has to go. Bye. We all have to go. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you on Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Starter sit for the AFC home games.